0: hey hey ho ho welcome to another raw recap show i'm yours truly the macho man maddie savage from the smack talk team guys it's a new week it's time for another raw recap we're talking march 29th the road to wrestlemania is in full gear we are we have just two more episodes to get into before the biggest show of the year uh so let's jump right in guys uh, a little bit of bad news to kick off this episode of raw uh show kicks off the hurt the business in the ring uh Again, Lashley in MVP reminding the WWE Universe and the superstars in the back that there is still a bounty out there on Drew McIntyre. If you can take him out, then you'll get a championship match at WrestleMania. Um, then they turn their attention towards Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. And as I said, things get a little worse here because. Uh, Lashley basically shits all over him, tells them that they, they couldn't beat Drew McIntyre in a handicap match last week on raw. Um, and that they're tarnishing his image as the WWE champion. Um, and all here, the hurt business is no more. Unfortunately, uh, there was a little bit of a, a, a breakdown from Lashley taking, taking them out. Um, and that's it. No more hurt business. Just like that. Um, to that i'm i'm really upset to see because they were one of the most dominant factions in wwe in recent memory um they, they really ran this this whole raw throughout the pandemic really i mean they, they built uh, they built a great faction uh, mvp did anyway uh he built them into being tag team champions uh, and it, of, of course now bobby lashley as the wwe champion um but just like that, Bobby Lashley's gonna go on his own alongside MVP, it seems that way anyway. Um, and yeah, uh, disappointing for sure on this end. Um, we'll, we'll get into a little more of what happens on the fallout of the end of the hurt business uh, later on in the show. Uh, moving on, we get Seamus versus Riddle. We've seen this before. We saw this, I believe, back in January, if I'm not mistaken. Um, these two can go, man. I, shout out to Sheamus on a weekly basis. This guy goes out there and gets his ass whooped and hands out ass whoopings himself. And he's looking better than ever, honestly. Uh, unfortunately, he's been he's been on the losing end with uh, Drew McIntyre. And I think this is the point where WWE repays him for all of his losses with handing him the United States Championship. Um, this was a non-title match between Sheamus and Riddle. And a great match again at that. The match ends with a, a brutal, huge knee to the face. And, and I, I, know it's, I know it's fake and it's wrestling, but that shit looked real to me. Great camera angle, great camera work on that end. Sheamus gets the dub. Um, obviously, the, that feud is not over, as they announced later on in the show, that Sheamus will be taking on Riddle on night two of WrestleMania for the United States Championship. Um, so stay tuned for my pick on that on the predictions episode of the people's podcast Uh, moving on, man, this gets bad here. We're talking the, uh, the expose of Braun Strowman presented by Shane McMahon alongside Jackson Riker and Elias guys. This was bad. Um, Shane McMahon puts up a, a supposed fifth grade report card for Braun Strowman, which obviously was fake. It was really corny, not good for business. I thought this was absolute garbage. Um, Transition into a match between Braun Strowman and Jackson Ryker And obviously Strowman's going to get the dub here Gets on the mic after the fact Tells Shane McMahon that he is also picking the stipulation for the match And no, we're not going to get a hell in a cell Where Shane can't get get away from Braun Strowman We're just going to get a classic steel cage match So, ouch To that I say, ouch man you, again shane mcmahon is there just to take the bumps obviously it's wrestlemania but you're putting him in a steel cage match and i just feel like steel cage matches as a whole have really lost their sense of importance um and now if you really want to see hell you got to get a hail and a cell so we don't get that which makes me have even less interest of watching braun Strowman versus shane mcmahon at wrestlemania um So unfortunate, and I'm looking forward to seeing this whole feud come to a close at WrestleMania. Uh, But hey, hey, ho, ho, we're moving on to the Miz and Morrison, guys. The debut of their new hit single, Hey, Hey, Hop, Hop, was debuted on on the most recent episode of The Dirt Sheet. Um, And guys, I can't really say much aside from if you want to laugh, if you want to see some entertainment, go back and watch the video. Look it up on YouTube. I mean, was the music video with the lyrics and all that? was it good? No, but if you if you, if you want to enjoy something, watch this music video. Um, I'll, I'll be honest with you, it, it was a little catchy. Um, they got that point across. and after the video, out came Bad Bunny and Damien Priest to say that they actually liked the video and blah blah blah. Bad Bunny gets in the ring and drops a right hand on the Miz, knocks him down. Well sold by the Miz again. This is all about highlighting Bad Bunny. It's been that way for the past couple of months now. Um, great work on the Miz's end, of course, as always. Uh, true company man. And if this is, it looks like it's going to remain a singles match between the Miz and Bad Bunny at WrestleMania. So I, I got to say, I'm intrigued to see what Bad Bunny is going to do on his own. Um, but but we move on. Uh, again, as I mentioned, the Herb business is no more. Uh, Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander, after that initial opening segment, we're backstage with Adam Pearce. They wanted a match. They wanted to take on Bobby Lashley, so we get Shelton Benjamin uh, versus Bobby Lashley, and again, what I can say about this is I was happy to see that it wasn't a full-blown uh, squash match. Shelton Benjamin gave it a little bit of something made it a little somewhat competitive but we all knew what the end all was going to be here and it was that Bobby Lashley was going to stand tall um man I just really hope that this doesn't put Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander down in the ranks because they just built they built something so great over the past six eight six to eight months to just see it all go to shit as quick as it went in one episode um definitely disappointing but hey We've got time to fix this, so we'll see. Uh, Moving on, we get the New Day game night. Well, this was all about the New Day, really testing AJ Styles and Omos uh, to see what their teamwork skills are at. I mean, they're they're, kind of feeding off of what we we saw last week. Uh, They played charades. They played Pictionary. So if you want to check that out, um, eh, go for it. But... Honestly, nothing really highlight-worthy. AJ Styles obviously upset that he couldn't get win the, the the contests that were happening. Omos gets on the mic and makes it clear that they don't have to prove anything with these games in this game night. Um, all they got to do is win at WrestleMania to prove that they are the better team. So kudos to him. He kept it 100. He kept it simple. I'm not here to play games. I'm here to kick your ass at WrestleMania. Um so that segment transitions into a match between AJ Styles and Xavier Woods. Good back and forth matchup. Great highlight of what we're going to see at WrestleMania. Um, uh, the match ends in a disqualification once Omos gets involved. And he just whoops ass. He he throws Kofi Kingston into the, 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 the Thunderdome universe. Uh, gets in the ring, takes out Xavier Woods, and stands tall. So... This was definitely a good piece to see here. Uh, AJ and Omos looking strong. I would say that they're probably the favorite heading into the match. Uh, I mean, granted, New Day's won the titles now 11 times. I mean, that means they've lost the title that many times as well. So, would not surprise me to see them drop them at WrestleMania here as well. Um, moving on, it's our uh, our quick women's segment of the night. I'm talking the women's tag team division. Uh, this is just garbage, man. So, We got Shayna Baszler versus Naomi. Man, Naomi gets the win on a a roll-up. Man, it's just that bad right now for that women's tag team division. Uh, Last week, Naomi and Lana were on commentary. This week, we get Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke on commentary. It's just a whole big shit show of these six women back and forth. They haven't even announced the match for WrestleMania yet. Just flat-out garbage. So if you want to keep going with some garbage here, uh, this was good and then turned into garbage. I'm talking about the the contract signing between Rhea Ripley and Asuka for their match at WrestleMania. Um, So that part was good. If you want to check that out, check it out. Um, That was well put together. But after the contract was signed, Rhea Ripley threw the the table at Asuka, knocked her out. But never fear, because out comes... Uh, Shayna Baszler and Naomi again, uh, Naomi, uh, Nia Jax again. Uh, I don't really know what the point of this was, but it looks like now on next week's episode of Raw, the go-home episode of Raw before WrestleMania, we're going to get Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler versus Rhea Ripley and Asuka. Ask me why, I don't know. I can't stand the fact that every even singles women's feud for the, for the women's championship always transcends into some type of tag team match. I mean, we saw it with Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair over on SmackDown. And here we go again. Asuka and Rhea Ripley are going to team up on next week's episode of Raw before their big clash at WrestleMania. So not a fan of what we're going to see on Raw next week from that perspective. But again, definitely looking forward to this match between Ripley and Asuka at WrestleMania. Uh, Quick note on the Randy uh, Orton-Bray Wyatt feud. Uh, Orton had a, a backstage segment um well well done we know Martin can kill the, the the backstage promos about how he's ready to take on the fiend and finish him off once and for all at wrestlemania um then we had an alexis playground um where she she pretty much said uh, the same thing she's been saying you know it's you can't get rid of the fiend forever and she brought him back with the fiend in the box um and uh, the best part of that segment is when the camera shifts away from Alexa and sitting on the other swing after Alexa unveil, uh, opens up the, the Fiend in the box is the Fiend himself straight chilling. chilling. Man, that's, you got to love it. I, I I can't wait to see the payoff, the final payoff of this feud at WrestleMania. Uh, I am curious to see when is Bray Wyatt and the Firefly Funhouse going to make a return though? Um I'm thinking that's going to probably happen after Mania at this point with only one week left to build. Um, I mean, this has been months on end between Orton and Bray Wyatt. and We're finally getting the payoff. We are that much closer to their match at WrestleMania. Um, so now we get into our main event. Again, the bounty on Drew McIntyre was set forth last week by Bobby Lashley. Uh, we get a segment with McIntyre backstage in that same locker room. Uh, with all the bums, I'm talking the the Drew Gulak's, the Umberto Carrillo's of of the world out here. And McIntyre is basically calling them all out. Who's going to come at me? Give me your best shot. I I don't know, man. I, I wasn't a big fan of that. He, he, he even approached Braun Strowman, who was in the same locker room, and called his ass out and said, why don't you fight me? Uh, what I take as a no away from that was Braun Strowman made it clear that If Drew McIntyre is able to win at WrestleMania, then his first man up is going to be Braun Strowman after he's done giving Shane these hands in the steel cage match. So is that a foreshadowing of the feud after WrestleMania? Could we see Drew McIntyre regain the WWE championship and move right on to take on Braun Strowman? That wouldn't surprise me the least bit, although I am pushing for Bobby Lashley to retain. Um, So, Finishing off that backstage segment, uh, he was approached. He approached Ricochet in the same manner that he had approached all the other bums, and Ricochet ch- said, "If you want a match, I got you. I'll take you. I'll take you on." Which so we get Ricochet versus Drew McIntyre. And This is around the 10:30 mark of the night, and I'm like, "Wow, man, they're really gonna give this a lot of time." Nah, it doesn't really happen. Ricochet gets in a little bit of offense, but ultimately falls uh, to the claymore kick for the one, two, three. And now you think it's over, but never fear. Mustafa Ali is here without, of course, his uh, retribution gang. Uh, Ali not in the retribution gear either. He had some navy green pants going on there. No sign of retribution at all. I don't know if that means that they're going back to NXT or if they're just waiting it out to really figure out what the fuck they're going to do next with them. Uh, but Ali attacks McIntyre from behind, and now we get a match between Ali and McIntyre, and just like Ricochet, the same thing happens to Ali. He takes the L. Uh, McIntyre gets on the mic, calls out Bobby Lashley, says, why don't you finish me off for good? Lashley comes out to the ring, and then we get our our final surprise of the night here. It's Baron Corbin, King Corbin, I'm sorry. Uh, He makes an appearance here on Raw, again, this bounty out there. I mean, it hasn't been made clear that it was going to be between just Raw superstars. As we all know, King Corbin is part of SmackDown. Is he coming to Raw? I mean, was that just a, a low-key trade, or is he just making a visit from SmackDown? I don't really know. But because of his appearance in taking out Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley locks in the Hurt Lock uh, multiple times, takes out McIntyre, and stands tall to end the show as Baron Corbin just kind of looks on. Um so yeah, I mean, where do I think that's going to go now would not surprise me at all to see Baron Corbin versus Drew McIntyre on next next week's episode of Raw. Um but again, nice to see uh Bobby Lashley looking really strong here on this episode of Raw. Um separated himself completely from the rest of the Hurt Business, which you hate to see that. Um but nevertheless, if if this is going to lead to him continuing to be built in a, the strong manner that he should be built in. And if this is going to mean that he's going to retain the title of WrestleMania, then sign me the fuck up for this because uh, strap that rocket to Bobby Lashley's back because the one thing he's got to work on is the mic work. Stop getting ahead of yourself, Bobby. There was a couple of times on that opening segment where he, he stumbled on his words, and it's because he's all riled up and pumped up. Take a step back. Breathe. You got this. You're the champ right now. Run the show. Uh, With that, got to give this episode a rating. I'm going to go with a B minus, a little less than last week. And honestly, I'm only giving it a B minus because I'm that upset that the Hurt Business is no more. Um, So that's it, guys. One more week, one more Raw recap to go before WrestleMania. Guys, as always, I appreciate you all tuning in, and I will see you all next week.